So, good evening, everyone, and welcome to the next Cat Reporter podcast. This week with our guest, Captain Honor. Do you want to introduce hey. yourselves? Hi, I'm Captain Honor. <laughs> How's everybody? It's to a the pleasure to be here. Okay, so then. Your, your beard is absolutely pudding. I mean, I'm, you know, <laughs> but it just puts the rest of us to shame, really. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I got lazy. That's all I can say. And that's what <laughs> happened. And you turned into Saruman. Exactly. Before <laughs> before COVID, I usually I actually used to sort of shave it here. All this wouldn't be here, and there'd be a little. And I just was like, okay, no, nope. I'm gonna get lazy. No more styling. This is what happens. See, I didn't have a beard before COVID. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, just... Well, mine was not to this extent, anyway. All right. Well, I guess we can start with the first topic, and there mm -hmm. is currently a Discord Q&A uh, for World of Warships about the game visuals and graphics, and there have already been some answers from Wargaming. And, uh, I mean, most of them, I guess, are not that interesting, but the, the first one, obviously, is because uh, Wargaming has been asked about the update to, to the, destroyer the US destroyer visuals, which we have been waiting for a long time. Mm -hmm. and they are planned to be coming in summer next year. And there are some pictures, some preliminary pictures in there. So that's it's on definitely, the... It's definitely, like, it's long, long overdue. Oh. It's one of these things where you compare some of the older models and the newer models and the yeah. differences. I mean, in, in some ways, it's a good good thing that you can see, like, how far they've come in terms of... Oh, yeah. Even, even without the kind of major refresh that World of Tanks had, that, that they have been working on model quality as they've been going along and because we're we're back to the old the old old trope at this point of the the uh the, the graphics department carrying the game kind of yes uh, yeah they really, they really that has become a meme at this point it absolutely has but yeah they, um, they are so much they are so much crisper and there's lots of nice detail yes. on that I mean, uh, speaking of memes, the, the next question was about when they will make uh, detonations look prettier, because one of the things Wargaming said, a lot of people are upset about detonations being in the game, and Wargaming's what? answer to this, what if we make them prettier, and make them like a <laughs> big, massive event, right? Uh, unfortunately, oh, I can't Throw do that the yet. Department. Because they need some... Uh, they need to upgrade the current technology behind the animations, so because they yeah. want like turrets right. flying away and like you know, it, it interestingly says that there's currently just a single visual effect, right? Uh, so it doesn't take account of you know. Uh, I would love to see this is if, so long as we have subs in game or we can go in the underwater environment. If one of the it's to put this on the list, war gaming. If a ship capsizes, I want to see the turrets slide out, the whole barbette slide out, because they're all held in by gravity. So there you go. Wish list. That would be kind of cool. Mm, I yeah. It took World of Tanks a really long time to have any kind of different effect for uh, when your uh, tank's ammunition cooks off. Right. Once they finally did it, it, it did actually, like, it was 
Because previously, if if a tank had blown up and it was because of an ammo cook off, it just looked like the tank blowing up. The only right. the only uh, thing, uh, the only indication you might have had is if it had a really high amount of hit points and then was suddenly destroyed. Well, you know that's the ammo going up, right? But it wasn't these like days, a, a flare the, off or anything. Yeah, but these days, basically, the whole turret blows off. And you get this big gout of flame coming up. So nice. something that like that for warships would be kind of cool. And you know the hood. The hood should have you know the the Roman candle effect that, that was described <laughs> yes, before I mean, she went up. But you probably would have something like that with because mm-hmm. you know mag- magazine detonations were fairly catastrophic events. Yeah, and it's not necessarily an instantaneous thing. I think with the at least part of the hood when she uh, her explosion, it was the um the secondary ammunition uh, mm. cooking off in a slow chain reaction. So there was described this huge tower of flame coming up amidships before she actually detonated. Well, we are also actually just had the anniversary of the sinking of HMS Barham. Right. Uh, which was, again, uh, the, and it's quite famous and well-known because there was actually um, a cameraman that was filming it on board yes. HMS Valiant at the time. And you just see it sort of sinking a bit and then there's just just huge explosion as the uh the the, you, the magazine goes so. yeah you see the hull peel back and you also realize yeah. all the little dots on it are people yes which is, it's, it's, kind of, re- it's kind of there's nothing graphic about it but it is just so yeah. difficult to watch so they they haven't given a timeline for when detonations will mm-hmm. look pretty but they are working on it and a little bit later, there is actually, like uh, mentioned, we wanted to, uh, to set out. There was a question about new sinking animations uh, with the, oh. uh, underwater that we have now. And they they said that they already have some beautiful new sinking animations planned. Don't go into detail. Ah. Well, that would be well, very good. Might, yeah, get turrets sliding out and uh, such like things, then. Oh, yeah. They say, perhaps the ships will be differently healed, touch the seabed along with a surge of sand and silt. Or we will share the details and examples of new animations once they're ready. So, looks like it's something they're working on, but no details yet. Yeah. yeah, it'll be a while before we see that. But again, given the amount that they uh, rely on the art department to you know, for them to be able to go, oh, oh, those problems over there. No, 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 no. Look over here. Bright and shiny. Look, <laughs> that's beautiful. Don't you think that's beautiful? Meanwhile, you know, there's uh, the house is on fire behind them, but and artfully rendered by the art department as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Sorry. it's it's weird yeah. with that, like the detonations, because people are like, hey, this is an annoying mechanic. And but what if we make it look pretty? You yeah. like it then? Well. <laughs> you know, I, I as far as the detonation mechanic, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's one of those things where I personally, yeah, it's frustrating when it happens to you, but, you know, it, it's that whole arcade versus realistic, and it's really funny that Wargaming will use, uh, at times, the argument, oh, it's an arcade game, but then to justify, like, mm-hmm. some aspect of subs, like homing torpedoes, which the mechanic is completely different than the real home, homing torpedoes in World War II, they'll go, oh, this is realistic. So it's, you know, for me, detonation, yeah, it can be I, it can be frustrating when I'm on the receiving end of it. Yesterday, I detonated somebody with, I think, two torpedoes, and I loved it. You yeah, know, I mean, but it's it like can, team dance. Can be fun, it's yeah. like, 
Yeah, it's like team damage. I personally didn't have a problem with team damage because it sort of taught you, you know, it taught you as a destroyer, don't let your torpedoes behind other people, that sort of stuff. And yeah, people would abuse it. Um, Wargaming finally addressed that before they just did away with it. But, you know, yeah, I know it's an arcade game, but I'm... I'm playing it for at least a little bit of realism in there. And so detonation, again, if I'm playing the hood and I detonate, I yeah, I go, okay, fair enough. There's, I mean, it's one that, that, like, that specific example, there's always that kind of, like, there's usually sort of a, a, a two sides thing almost, because right. I, there was actually a replay I, I, I uh, put up um, earlier this week where there was a Yoshino player that was repeatedly dropping torps from behind allies. And of course, these days, it doesn't do any damage. Right, right. But it's still distracting it and it's annoying. So it's almost oh, yeah. like that, like, the they might have done that before, potentially, mm-hmm. but it might be that the actual removal of team uh, damage has now made that individual much more liable to go around dropping tops from behind oh, yeah. allies because there's, there's not really the same penalty for exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, it, it, that's, it's either uh, that person is taking advantage of basically bad team play and doing it because there's always that split second where you start to hear, you know, yeah. torpedoes off skyboard and you're like, uh, well, oh, it's that guy's. <laughs> And yeah. that that little bit of time, you're turning your guns, or you're not paying attention to where you're going, and you not sir or whatever. Um, it it affects the game a lot less than if his torpedoes actually hit you and take you out. But they, you know, when they upped the uh, the penalty for it and and sent mm-hmm. you to gulag and co op, um, at least there was that to stop it or to penalize the player. It's, it's either that or it's, it's, uh, it's not necessarily saying it's rewarding bad, bad play, bad tactics, but it's definitely not rewarding good tactics. Mm. You know, if you can just spam torps and you don't have to worry about what you're doing, it's, it's kind of promotes lazy, lazy, yeah. uh, team play. It promotes less map awareness in a sense because you had to watch out for where where your allies right. and where they're going, and now you just exactly. don't have to think anymore. You just throw them out. But you know, part of me wonders if submarines were one reason for that because with homing torpedoes, you you know you you lose a bit of direct control over them because they go oh, yeah, where the enemy goes. Yeah, and it's like uh, you know, with homing torpedoes, you could like launch them besides a friendly ship, and then they track the enemy and they go sideways and they ram a friendly ship. It's a lot harder to, like, even as an ally, to launch homing torpedoes because you don't even know where they're going. So I'm wondering if that wasn't just if we want to make homing torpedoes, uh, let's just remove team damage. Right, and plus, it was also it's it started around the time oh sorry uh what was the tier 4 uh japanese cruiser up in tier 10 that had all the Akita mul- right they were testing her out and god i loved that ship when i got to test it out <laughs> it was just so stupid it's 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 kind of like driving a, a a car with like a, a 5 or 600 horsepower engine and you're just like a brick should not move like this this is <laughs> stupid but it makes me smile <laughs> Same thing with the Kitakame. And I think subs and the at least 
implied intent of bringing the Kitakame back? Because, you know, Kitakame is just going to be, if you have team damage, forget it. Everybody's going to be yeah. pink in the game. So I, I think it's those two, but definitely subs, since they implemented them, were definitely a, a factor in that. Just, you know, it's gut feeling. I don't have ins insider information, but yeah, definitely. They do have so, an interesting, uh, the, <laughs> I find interesting uh, the, the question about um, scenery scale. Ah, yes. Oh, kind yeah. Because um, one of the things they, they point out that is um, everything is way faster in the game than it is in real life. That's oh, maybe yeah. why people are getting a bit, a bit confused because... Uh, Everything moves around at was it like literally several thousand times normal, like the actual stated speed. So right, well, and it's something you don't notice if you're zoomed out on your ship. It's still kind of it's it's less apparent that way. If you like, if you're on a, a, a like a tier two or tier three destroyer and you zoom in on the bow and look forward, you're you, you shouldn't hear your engines. They're behind you, and the sound is not catching mm -hmm. up with you. <laughs> It's so readily apparent when you when you're down on that scale, and of course, there's always been the thing of like you know ships half the size of Manhattan compared to the the villages mm. and stuff. But that's 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 lower down. But yeah, I, I can see as far as as scaling as far as speeds. Yeah, it, it should be worked on. They do note there that um, with older maps, it might be more apparent. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, the way they've dotted things around the place so we'll mm -hmm. see we'll see if uh, the newer maps have a slightly more you know immersive feeling to them yeah. I suppose. so so far art department getting thrown under the bus loaded with more but doing an awesome job thank you art department then next day they address the menace of underwater rocks or like uh, oh. clingy islands Right, the you invisible know underwater rocks. Yes. I mean, we all know it. You want to hack your island waifu, and your waifu doesn't let you go anymore. <laughs> That's right. And, uh, they they basically just they they want to make the thing looks more natural and obviously address such things as getting stuck there, which are, I mean would be pretty nice if you wouldn't have to fear islands as much anymore. Oh yeah. Well, I, I you know, I don't I don't have the the maps, you know, rote and memorization up here, but I t I tell you when I get on a, a certain maps, I go that island right there, 200 feet out from it, stay the hell away from it because it will just capture you. And yeah. Yeah, it, that one definitely needs to be addressed because it can be just so god awfully frustrating. Although the 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 quick fix is to uh, engage autopilot, is my understanding. Then that should get you off of those invisible rocks. I, most I've, of the time. I've heard about this, and I mean, tried things, but sometimes it just takes a very long time to, to get yeah. unstuck. And if you, yeah. like, lose two minutes, that's a long time. Oh, yeah. Where you are sitting duck and can't maneuver yeah, or can't do anything. Yeah, it's completely unacceptable. Then the, the next question has been about uh, why some ship models are updated 
and others not. Like why isn't it chronologically why don't they update their oldest ship models first? They basically stated that by whenever they make like a clone of an existing ship, then they they'll update the the old model. So right. So if you want your yeah. ship model to be updated, you have to hope that Wargaming makes a clone of it. You may hope that the Americans have sold it to someone else. <laughs> but basically the answer is we're doing it in a completely haphazard, unorganized yeah. fashion. <laughs> well, you know, it's, you know, I would say it's they're, they're doing it in a fashion that is we're out here. Those old ships are back here. And if by chance one of these new lines Again, like I said, you know, like the the entire, uh, not the entire, but the vast majority of the new uh, light cruiser line that's going to come out mm -hmm. is basically, oh, Americans sold these people ships and we need to fill this void in game as far as our, our, uh, our, our player base. They may want these because they live in these particular countries. And then all of a sudden your older model gets updated. It's whatever's out on the, the leading edge of what they're doing. If that by hap by happenstance drags in some of the older models then they'll update it i, I kind of get it um you, you know it's <laughs> particularly in the the uh the case of wargaming there's only so many feet you have to stamp out the fires <laughs> one way to put it uh. <laughs> yeah They actually then, like, the next questions are literally about the art department. Like, yeah, one, of the, one of the selected, is the art department well compensated in their salary oh, for their yet unequal role in carrying this game? <laughs> they better be. <laughs> oh, the, the art department better be getting the lion's share of the Christmas bonuses this year. <laughs> I mean, the uh, the answer is that there is no art department. The game visual is a result of several teams. Yeah, but you know, no, the thing that's... is that it's still an art, even if you don't call it an art department, right? You have graphical designers that work on graphics, right? You don't exactly. take a graphical designer and say to them, hey, fix the code for the torpedo bug, right? Because that's not what he's working on. So you have dedicated art people, even if you don't call them an art oh, department. Yeah. It's and, like, and, you know. And... In chat, Axe actually says, I think the question of priori prioritizing the uh, resources in-house. If you spend too much time resource people on updating old models, you don't have enough people to push out new ships. And it's exactly like the new ships drag the old ships up to be updated. That's yeah, completely it. You know, Like I said, only so many feet to stamp out so many fires. But yeah, there, there's an art department. Whether, whether there's like a little corner set of cubicles that has the the name tag on it that says art department uh, doesn't that that's 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 being no, that's that. and collectively all the people that yes there are people who are pure purely engaged in the visual presentation of the game and that's the art department whether they want to call it that or not Yeah, so may, maybe they just uh, don't give it their own department because they they would gain too much power. They want to <laughs> keep keep the people low, so they have just small groups, so they don't band together. 
That, that, I don't that. think the plan's really working. The art department is the power. They're <laughs> even like sort of backhandedly admitting it in, in so many uh, things about the art department. But yeah. <laughs> It's interesting being an outsider on on the the corporate culture of wargaming, like like the inter office mm-hmm. culture, et cetera, and the, 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 these sort of missives and and how they come out, and just going, okay, I see the lines you've written, but I also see through them, and I see what you really mean. Yeah, and I think oh, I have... this we've covered the graphics update. Yeah. There's a there's a quick one at the end about RTX support, which is oh boy, I, I don't know if that's <laughs> going to be a particularly high priority because you know not everybody has a RTX can you, card. Can you imagine import <laughs> RTX where, as I understand it, the game basically whether you have it up or not is rendering all of your ships at the same <laughs> time that you have in the carousel with RTX. I think for, for for something like World of Warships, RTX just feels so completely unnecessary as yeah. well. I mean, sure, it probably you know you could probably make it look quite pretty, but would it be that? It already looks movie? really great. Yeah, there's no need for it. It's just a resource hog. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we're gonna see that anytime soon. Yeah, and it's not necessary. The game looks good. Um, you know, and again, art department. Knocking it out of the park. Yeah, they do note at the end that, that the team working on the uh, the console version, uh, looking at adding it to the next gen. Gotcha. Console version. So I don't know if that's just because they feel like they can actually take advantage of the hardware easier right. with with you know the kind of locked in system of a console, or if it's mm-hmm. just going to be a gimmicky. Our game has RTX. Come play our game. It's probably you... a little bit more of that. Yeah. You can print it on an advertising. Now we found it. There you go. Yep. But they'll have to get the art department to come up with that graphic. (laughs) (laughs) And it will look amazing. Oh, definitely. (laughs) I mean, there's a lot of water, there's a lot of reflective surfaces where you could uh, RTX. Yeah. But given the engine they're using, what they've been doing, I mean... Again, RTX isn't necessary in this game. I would, I would definitely say, yeah, it's, it's it would be a, a gimmick at most. Yeah, it'd be one one of those things I'd turn on once or twice and go, oh, okay, yeah, no, don't need it. Well, and uh, with this, we can, I guess, move to the balance changes. There were is all number of well, small balance changes again. Uh, for example, the South hit points have been increased by 2,100 hit points this wow. time because wow. pe- people, made f- yeah. <laughs> people made fun of the 2,000. Thank you, uh... <laughs> oh, Poor Zhao. Well, she's getting uh-huh. there. G- give her another year and, you know. <laughs> right. <laughs> the hit point creep will... F- Finally, come up. I mean, I I I still like playing this out, but I'm I'm that uh, that ships masochist. My, my favorite ships in game to play are the Omaha and the Pensacola. So you know, oh. Zal, it, it's just you know, potato potato. Isn't uh, uh, Pepsi Cola like 
decent since the armor rework with that came with the IFH thing back then. I think she got an armor buff back then, right? She, I believe she did. I mean, for me, it's like Omaha, any of her variants, the Pensacola, the Indianapolis. They're for me, I've always gone into whatever game it is and going, what's the worst class or vehicle in this game? Because I'm gonna find that. And I'm going to, if I'm in Star Wars, I'm taking the Y-Wing out and I'm going to go take down TIE Interceptors because it's so fun when you can do that. And then plus, if you're on a ship like the Omaha, the Pensacola or the Zao, and you can make, you can play it, learn its weaknesses and um, make it work, it's so satisfying. You know, I, I had a, I think the other day... I want to say in the Omaha, I had a, f I either had a Kraken, I think I had a Kraken or a six ship kill. I'll have to go back through WoW stats and check it, it out. Is, but I know it, I was playing something and it was just like, oh, this is so good. It, it is one of those, like, if you get in that situation where you're not being focused too heavily and you can keep mm -hmm. at the ranges where you can dance around most effectively, the guns are actually, like, it's just got so many of them because it's yeah. ringed with guns. It's you always it's, have. It's, Something. Yeah, like the Omaha is is a St. Louis with a Citadel that you can actually <laughs> yes. reach out and you can sneeze at it and it goes off. Pretty much. But, you know, like with the Zao, you've got to learn situational awareness on it to make it work. Would it be nice if they do away with some of the power creep that she's dealt with? Because she used to be a really good ship. Mm. But yeah. now it's just, you know. Yeah, so I'm sure they'll they'll slowly creep her back up to being at least less mediocre than she is now. Fingers crossed. I I also find it interesting that there were no further changes to the petrol. I mean, maybe they need to get a more data for a year, or maybe they feel like the zero point a five second reload change really addressed everything that's wrong with the petrol. I guess we'll figure it out in the next months. Yeah. There are definitely some welcome changes on this list. I mean, Talon getting uh, accuracy bonus is quite nice. Yeah. Uh, Fubuki's getting yeah. uh, better stealth by 100 meters. Not a big change, but like they've been, they've, they've moved to this policy now, and I've said this previously, of, of doing small pulls on the balance yeah. levers yes. rather than whacking great big ones. Uh, Yua Yang's getting a slight buff to its torp damage. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Slight? A thousand, uh, not even a thousand, it's like 900 more damage from a maximum. Sneeze and you'll miss it. Yeah. I mean, I mean let, let's be honest. A tweak. That, that's not the torp damage. As we all know, that's a random yeah. number. That's alpha damage divided by 3 plus flesh. And we don't obviously know the alpha display number, so we don't even know what they've changed. Right. But it's it it should it should hurt slightly more. But they have but haven't they buffed like the young torpedoes for like three patches now? Like I think twice or three times the reload and now the damage. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, sure. they seem to be leaning heavily into the the torps rather than doing anything with the guns, which I think would be most people's preferences to have it be somewhat more effective as a gunboat again. Yeah. I mean, especially the gun synergy is a lot better with the option to take radar, right? And it's mm. like there are so many better radar destroyers at tier 10 right now. So it's not like you have to be careful that you don't make it too strong. Or so it's, I mean, it's a long way from reaching a small land or something. 
Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm sure we will ne next year still talk about your young torpedo buffs because uh, it seems that's the, the route that I've chosen. Am I and, uh, reading right? Forrest Sherman? Yes. Yes. It's in testing. Okay. There's a bunch of, yeah, like most of these are for ships that aren't available yet. So right. there's, a, there's a bunch of um, changes to the uh, the Pan-Asian light cruisers as well. Mostly buffs to reload time, but mostly. Some of them are slight nerfs. Yeah, you know, I, I, I can't see... Uh, no, just knowing the histories of some of these ships. For Sherman is going to be like uh, the Tiger 57. She's not designed along the same, uh, forgive me, uh, meta that mm -hmm. the World War II ships were designed for. She mm. was a, a she's she's an anti-submarine warfare destroyer. Which, hey, I'm, I'm happy for the. Uh oh, uh, <laughs> I, I'm just losing uh, the stream. So if I suddenly disappear from Discord, All that right. means that Comcast. No, no, has... the, the the stream has shortly stopped. But it's, okay. it's back. It's back. But the recording but, you know, has everything in it. So. There we go. So, you know, for Sherman, she's an uh, American destroyer, two five-inch guns, a lot of... Uh, now, if they bring in Azrock or Hedgehogs for anti-submarine warfare, which I... Because the big problem with, for me anyway, with anti-submarine warfare right now is the fact that um, it's all it's all reactive. It's not proactive. And by that, I mean yeah. it's either off the side of the ship or off the back. Unless you've got planes, yeah, then you can go reach out. But as a destroyer, if I could have Azrock or Hedgehogs that I could throw ahead of me... I think some of the Swedes do. Do they? Oh, I think the, okay. the ones with modeled um, forward launchers have, have, have actually got that capability. Okay. A hedgehog would still be uh, an amazing thing mm. to, to put in-game, because it's basically a shotgun of slightly less powerful... Uh, depth charges and they only explode when they make contact but the you, you th it's it's spray and pray you throw so many out that you mm -hmm. saturate the area area with uh something plus also fletcher had uh uh anti-submarine torpedoes so you know that's that's bordering on uh, bringing in guided missiles <laughs> but interesting they're going to bring her in i love the ship and she she I mean, they changed engine boost to hydro. I'm wondering what kind of hydro Sherman's getting. Yeah, that'll be interesting. I mean, with the with only the 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 twin turrets and that two second reload. I mean, it's almost going to be more like the the Swedes or you know something like the Friesland right. slash Groningen. So yeah. it'll certainly be different than the the rest of the the uh, the American line. Yep. Uh, there was uh, like the 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 thing that the of of the test ships that most interested me. Well, the, the Delny is getting a fairly substantial range increase, so we'll see what that's like when it comes out. But well, that looks like it's shaping up to be just a pure kind of run around gunboat thing. Uh, but the Yamagiri, they're replacing the twelve kilometer torps with eight kilometers. So you're going to have a choice between eight kilometer torps. Going at seventy six mm -hmm. knots or the twenty kilometer torps. 
So uh, it's kind of taken away the obvious choice for that ship. Right. I bet you're going to be seeing people using the 20-kilometer torps a lot more often than the 8-kilometer ones. Yeah. I mean, they've made the ship from interesting to questionable in one hub because, I mean, the thing is the 12 is the base torps that you want to use, right? And Mm -hmm. then 8 and 20 are both very situational. You want to use 20 mostly if you're an ocean. And 8 in, like, I don't know, very rare situations where you actually have close quarters fights, and 12 is mostly new. So, I mean, you know, you still have 20s and 8s, I guess, so at least you're not bound to the 8s and you have some range, but I feel like they've made the ship a lot worse with that. They're going to have a lot less appeal. Yeah. For a lot of people. Just because neither of those torpedo choices particularly fit in with the uh, the meta these days, yeah. Especially a tier ten eight running around the eight yeah. tops is incredibly oh, risky. Yeah, <laughs> you're just asking for it. Well, and then there are some changes to to like panations. <laughs> It's interesting, mm-hmm. a lot of them, I mean, the ranges still don't look great, but they are buffing the ranges a bit. So they're still going to be short-ranged, just not quite as short-ranged as they were before. So things like the, the, the Tier 10 is going from 13.5 to 14.5 base firing range. Still pretty still pretty short for Tier 10. It's improvements by a thousand paper cuts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I also find it interesting that basically the the born like the tier 7 was sort of like a flint and turns out that the flint range in a flint like ship at tier 7 is not enough range or at least that's their conclusion which begs the question why is the flint still not uh, buffed in the range yeah that's that's a question that I would like to ask him so your testing shows that the flint's range is is, is not enough who knew now Forgive me for my <clears throat> my ignorance on that line, but does that equivalent tier seven does it have smoke like the flint? Yes, they uh, they I all have smoke. smoke. Yes. So yeah, then they, there's no there's no argument there because you know it, it, if if it didn't have smoke, but the flint does the 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 finger they could point as well. Flint has smoke; it can hide in it. It can use that to run away. But if they're both equal, then yeah, flint um, is uh, sadly lacking in love. I mean, I think most people would argue it definitely is. Yeah, oh yeah. And then further, they they seem to have increased the range on the Delny. I mean, I can't tell how effective this thing is, but consider thirteen point one is a lot of range, considering that you yeah. can mount the yeah. destroyer. Yeah, you can mount the module and the captain skill, so you can get some pretty scary ranges on that thing. What are the shell arcs like on that? It's going no to be idea. Soviet, so probably fairly. Okay. I think it's 130 mil guns on that, but someone will correct me if I'm wrong. So you're not with the extended range. You're not going to suffer sort of the same uh, you know, fire and go brew tea uh, that the Americans suffer. Hopefully no. not. 
Well, I, I assume though. I assume you right, right, right. Similar to like a Kabarovsk or sewing chairs. Mm-hmm. So yeah, stay back line and you can take take advantage of that range. Oh, there you go. Uh, my name was uh, written in water. Just said that they had a, a ship in game. Uh, the 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 Dalin in game. Okay. Yeah, I'll so, be in the hands of I think only the super testers at the moment. I don't think it's right. gone into wider testing yet. I mean, they. I think they they gave it also like ten kilometer torps, and does it still have like choice between heal and smoke? I think. Yeah, fair enough. So it remains to be seen, right? I hope they aren't going overboard because they obviously the cover off collect behind like the French. I hope they aren't going to make this now into a super French. Yeah. I think this is, I mean, whatever, like, unless the line comes out and it's horribly OP, I suspect it's going to be a bit of a, uh, a niche line. I don't think it's going to be super yeah. popular. They well, would probably have better numbers than subs, though. <laughs> Sorry, threw that out there. White <laughs> pulse saver. Uh-huh. Well, uh, I think that mostly covers the balance changes. Then there is another mm-hmm. thing that has recently happened. If you encountered that there's a camera freeze bug and Wargaming has asked for people to submit. Uh, hmm. Like, if, if that happens to you, you can submit the replay and uh, Wargaming check reports to them. I I ran into that yesterday. It's a bit frustrating. Freezing, it doesn't mean, like, your entire screen freezes. It's basically your camera freezes in position, and you can't move your camera anymore. You can still fire oh God, your I've guns. Had that, I've had that for forever. Oh. It's not yeah. 100%. It's not, like, uh, in every game or in every replay. But there are points. God, I, that that's I've had that happen God, at least a year ago. See, I and it would be like I would, I would, I would have replays that were absolutely amazing. You know, like I, I, I could just go in and I was like, yes, this is, and I would hit that, and I'd be like, oh, you got to be kidding me. So I think it's I think it's been uh, underlying for a while. Obviously, uh, something they've done has uh, uh, picked that up a, a notch or two enough that a lot of people are noticing it. But mm-hmm. I, I remember that happening partic- happening in replays and sometimes in games. Um, I I know a lot of times in the in recent past, but definitely a few patches at least. It would take a few attempts to shift over and click over to somebody else's ship. I re- so am I doing something uh, wrong? Because I remember back in the day, even I, the shift. Right. Yeah. I remember back in the day, at least in replays where you could click the ship to bounce your camera over to it. And now I'm sort of stuck in this, like right click, right click, right click. But uh, I I'm mean, re- replays are getting often worse and there are a lot of bugs in replays themselves but this is more like this is now 
thing that happens in the battle and they want right. a replay then from when it happens in the battle. So I had this happen basically yesterday. So uh, I, I was zoomed in and the core first was pretty close coming around the corner mm-hmm. and my camera like froze in position. I could no longer zoom out. I could no yeah. longer move the camera around. I could technically shoot my guns and so on, but I didn't know where they aimed because I looked at the piece of water. And I couldn't do anything. You can't change the map. You can't zoom out. You can't switch to a different ship when you're sunk. There's nothing you can do. Your camera just is fixed on that one point and nothing moves it. Hmm. Does, uh, does uh, tapping out to map view unlock it or no? No, no, you, you can't. It's interesting. If you tap out mm. to map view, a few menu points in your UI change, but the screen looks at the exact same point. There's oh, nothing that okay. changes it. Oh. Gotcha. So yeah, if if somebody encounters this, you can see uh, send wargaming a replay. They are working on it apparently. Now uh, I think we've covered mostly the directly in-game issues, mm-hmm. but uh, there has been something happening that hasn't mm. been that big, I suppose. Although there was a story from. Uh, I think one website on it, but Wargaming is once again out there with copyright strikes. So basically, there is a Russian streamer and YouTuber uh, who had his channel mm-hmm. deleted by Wargaming because they filed copyright not claim strikes, so his channel actually got deleted. It's no longer there. It does no longer have any videos on it. Wargaming throwing down on the any any press is good press. Hmm. It does look like this one's slightly more, and this is just going off what's in the right. in the Reddit thread. But this uh, this Russian streamer, Nomen Est Omen, um, yeah, Pushed I a mean, few more buttons than he should have. Uh, it, it's it, like people comparing him to Fosh, but apparently, like, not just far, far. I don't want to say worse than Fosh. I think he's just not in the same league in right. terms of just being. Bosch had a point. This may be not aff- so yeah. This much. this guy just being generally offensive, abrasive, um, abusive, right? Uh, Racist, towards, you know, wargaming employees. So, um, yeah, yeah. The the one of the the, the Russian speaker guys. There you, you know, go. An industry of racist slurs. Yeah. Well, there you go. Homophobia. So, um, yeah. Evan. Evan. And I think this is the only official response. Yes, to it anyway. But there is a, a, a reply to that from from Evan from Wargaming. And uh, should I just read out the whole thing? Yeah, go for it. Oh, sure. Uh, okay, so uh, evening sailors, we value any uh, uh, content dedicated to our game, regardless of whether it um, contains. Oops, resize that. Um. Uh. I've lost my position, regardless of whether it contains any criticism or not. So we can disagree with the creator's position, but we will respect it and take it into account as long as it's presented in a relatively civilized way. We also understand that we all get emotional when talking about the game sometimes, so we always look for the essence of the content without taking the emotional uh, delivery personally. Dozens of creators who openly criticize the game and who do so in a rather emotional way are proof to that. And that 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 part's fair. You know, Wargaming's always been... Like, this is one of the reasons why I think the whole Fosh situation was kind of quite shocking at the time because mm-hmm. compared to a lot of other companies, even, oh, even yeah. really big companies like Nintendo, which really just 
had a complete mm-hmm. lockdown on, you know, you are not allowed to be a partner and have any kind of critical anything to yep. say. Um, Wargaming has always been a lot more liberal in, in, in that regard, for the most part. Anyway, it goes on. However, there's a line between being passionate and being outright offensive, as well as being criticizing the game and insults, slurs, and other extreme expletives. We have no issue with people disliking the game or its aspects. We are not fine with crossing these lines. Uh, unfortunately, as described by the comment above, this has been the case with the content creator in question. So they're definitely presenting this as a kind of absolute last resort thing. Right. Uh, the comparison to Surf Posh is not lost on us and is exactly why we always try and resolve conflicts through dialogue first. We tried to address this situation with them several times over a very long period of time, months and years. However, despite these attempts, we kept having to deal with slander, extreme slurs directed at other players, content creators and company employees, as well as calls to violate our EULA. Well, in that'll the end, do it right there. Yeah, in the end, we exhausted the means to resolve the issue through mediation. We had to take action using other tools at our disposal, even though we should, even though we believe should, uh, such measures should be avo- avoided whenever possible. Looking back at the WoWs community history through all our ups and downs, our content creators have always been free to speak their minds about the game. There have been many cases where we reached out to some of them regarding the tone of their content, their language or imagery used, and we've always been able to find resolution without escalation. Well, not always. <laughs> That's a slight exaggeration, yeah. but okay. Uh, we do believe this is the way it should be. However, in rare cases like this, when dialogue proves insufficient time and again, we're committed to taking harsh action as applicable to each individual case. So really, I mean, clearly this was not, uh, this, is, this is not a particularly defensible content creator. Right. Yes. But the question is still, was that the right course of action? Because the, the, the takedown tools on YouTube are there for a very specific purpose. And it, it's still arguably the case that Wargaming has, even with what we might characterize as a good intention, it's still entirely possible that they have wrongly used these systems in place to copyright strike uh, a channel. And so this, this is the real, it's almost weird that this is just kind of mostly blown over and and kind of gone under the radar because it's still, it's, it's still, kind of a questionable thing that's happened regardless of how justified wargaming might feel they are. Right. Well, you know, it's, I think it's a tale of two properties. Wargaming has their property. And as you've said, um, compared to like Nintendo and a lot of other games, they've been fairly, I don't know if we would say agreeable, but they've been fairly open to having a lot of people out there who their living is uh, picking up the baseball bat and, you know, banging on the wargaming pillow and making a career out of it. And, and, and um, again, and then so the other side of the properties is the, uh, the YouTuber or the content creator. That's your property. If you don't, you know, if you don't manage it quite right and realize that, uh, as unfair as it may seem, you are making your career off of someone else's product who's very protective of it. And you sort of got to, 
I mean, is, what this, would... this is where we get into the complicated issues of transformative mm-hmm. works and yes. fair use. And they they basically have gone and shot this guy's channel down with uh, copyright infringement strikes. Right. Like the, 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 the kind of the nasty ones, not just the content ID matches yeah. or anything, but the actual right. outright copyright strikes. And if you get enough of those and, in your YouTube channel, it's gone. I think... I... I think the third part of it is is the the weakness of the YouTube system. You only have certain mm. ways, as say, as the company, to go in and go. Hey, this person is making uh, th- these videos. Take a you know you you can't pick up the phone and call YouTube, although Wargame probably could, and go. Hey, take a look at this guy's thing and tell us what we should do. Is there another option aside from you know it's uh, YouTube? It's basically nuke or no nuke. I mean, in theory, there's there's like the theory they. Potential. I mean, wargaming as a company does have more access to to you know alphabet than than your average right. YouTuber. Um, so I, I I feel like you know if this guy is as bad as being as is being made out, then surely mm-hmm. that would have been in violation of YouTube's various right. community policies. Yes. You would figure YouTube would, would step to, in you know, first. Yeah, that they would have been able to deal with it that way instead of saying, well, he used visual elements of the World of Warships game. Right. He's here on our sufferance, and we're going to pull the plug on his channel. It's kind of, it's, even with the best of intention, like, behind what Evan was saying, there's always that, well, you know, we are willing to use the nuclear options still. Yeah. Even if... It it, 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 it exposes the uh, inherent weaknesses in both uh, YouTube system and Wargaming, uh, their options as well. Oh, my God. Am I defending Wargaming? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think you might might be right. It might be much more on on the weakness of the tools from from YouTube itself for dealing with this kind of hateful content. And there has been a much wider problem with that, especially... Uh, in the last, like, four, four or five years is, is especially yeah. become an issue of these um, uh, almost kind of, like, hate speech content creators getting a platform on YouTube and YouTube really not dealing with that in an adequate way. I mean, Excellent. Well, I'm I... screen capping what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, what I want to know is what, unfortunately, answer is missing. They said they had exhausted all resources. I want to know what have they... Yeah, I mean, they obviously tried talking with him, out. but did, mm. did they, like, report him to YouTube? Did they be like, hey, hey this violates YouTube policy, take those videos down, please? Did they uh, did they actually ban him from in-game? Because Wargaming is not really all that... Uh, like, let's just say there have been known abusers or trolls or so in-game. Oh, yeah. that have been harassing people for years and Wargaming oh, just yeah. doesn't do anything about it. And no matter how many times it get reported, put on YouTube, screenshots shared around, Wargaming just ignores this kind of thing in their own game. So I feel it a little bit weird that, you know, they, they are unwilling to deal with people that use hate speech or so in their own game. But right. they go to the trouble of copywriting strike and deleting a channel of somebody who does it on YouTube because that could be bad advertising for them. So I really yeah, want to see a list style. of what have they done, and I want them to use, like, I want them to police their own game properly. Yeah, that, that is true. They could, have just, they could have just turned his account off and cut off, they could have turned off the tap. Of course, then you end up in the same sort of thing as, like, uh, people bootlegging art on the internet. You shut down their account, they're just going to go open up another one, so... I think, particularly with World of Warships, it, like, you would stop 
somebody utilizing their own content or, you know, they might go and make another account or whatever, but you're not going to stop them using other people's replays and continuing exactly. to. Yeah. Yeah. Shit. I'm defending wargaming. <laughs> <laughs> Quick, somebody, somebody think of something negative to say. About <laughs> yeah, really? What a bash them. Well, yeah. Right. <laughs> Hey, Wargaming, uh, the, the, the modeling on the gearing sucks. There you go. <laughs> and always throwing the subs up at carriers need balancing. I, I know subs are perfect. They, I heard they were perfect. And then all of the complaints that people had about them, that people were saying, no, 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 those aren't complaints. Then Wargaming actually went in and addressed those points. Oh, that's a whole nother road to hoe. <laughs> uh... Well, I mean, we will see what comes out of subs next, you know. I yeah. uh, They haven't made an update since the latest testing changes, so. I just think the, the you know, we're going, we're going off on a tangent here. I just think yeah. that when you have a, a, a class of ships that has, last time I checked, which admittedly was a, a little while ago, has less people playing it than CVs, you, ha you have an issue with that class. I mean, if subs were super amazing, I'd be playing them. They're we, not. I think we are. I can't remember who we had on previously that was talking about this, but we we are kind of looking at that the, they have in mind they want X number of people playing, and so we might end up with subs just getting buffed to silly levels. Yeah, exactly. To yeah. Keep yeah. People, you know, so it's just, it just, the whole thing just feels like an unhealthy thing to have in the yeah, game. Yeah, it is, completely. I mean, didn't right, they where have, are we going though, next? didn't they have, Go though, ahead. in the first statement about subs with the changes addressed that they had actually too much popularity, then they, I think they wanted 4% and they had 8 or so of people playing that? Yeah, I'm not buying that bridge. Nor am I, mean, I buying the land they're trying to sell me. I mean, I, mean, I don't know. The thing is, obviously, if it, with popularities, everybody got subs tryout for free, so everybody tried out subs. I mean, yeah, I feel a, like the a, numbers aren't really that representative. It's yeah, it's fake. It, it, that's a fake popularity. There's a new thing. Obviously, people people are going to take subs out just to see what the under the art department again, mm. the underwater <laughs> yeah. environment looks like. They're not necessarily playing them because they want to play subs. They're just like, oh wow, hey, look. I'm looking at something different in a game that I've been playing for one, two, three, four, five years. And then suddenly the numbers drop off. And that's that, you know, it, 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 it's not that it's a popular class. It's, it's a little gimmick. It's a visual gimmick. Uh, and then everything settles out after a while. I'm I'm still convinced at this point that the whole thing is just, it's adding content for the sake of more content rather than... Yeah. This is going to be interesting and good for the game. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like, you know, me, Omaha player over here. I understand there's going to be people, subs are it for them. They love them, but I guarantee you, they, like me, voicing that the Omaha is really a good ship. We are in the minority, a vast, vast, vastly, infinitely small minority. But I'll tell you what, I'll take an Omaha over a sub any day. Well, that's not even a contest. <laughs> so, side note, you you said that you like to play like bad ships and make them work. Did you oh, yeah. try to make that your seven Germany Strafing set 31 work? You know, 
I only have so many hours in the day. <laughs> and usually I can only play on the weekends. So I could tell you what, though. Challenge accepted. <laughs> I think it might be the worst ship in the game. Uh, yeah, and apart from maybe some of the like tier ones and twos. Yeah, where... excluding tier ones and twos, maybe even excluding tier threes, because I I haven't played like the lower tiers in so long that I couldn't tell you how they perform. I tell you, I was a bit sad when they did the captain rework because the the bogger tier at tier three, with its hundred and thirty mil guns that you could use uh-huh. AFT and BFT on. <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of unfair. Hey, you know, if clubs are on sale, who are who's <laughs> to to blame? You know. Well, I think we've basically covered the band story. There is, yeah. and there has been something that has happened. I think yesterday or so. So basically, it appears that uh, Fam didn't have Twitch drops on her channel even though she, she tried turning them on and off again and things like that. But there has been a very prompt answer from Wargaming, and it turns out that it doesn't seem to be like on their end. So it, it might be... I have heard theories that like there was this big Twitch uh, hack, right? Afterwards, they have reset all stream teams and so on. And it could be that oh. uh, things uh, like the Twitch drops have gone wonky since then, and that you might just need to reconnect your account or things like that. Interesting. I mean, I keep winning containers off of monitoring my own stream, so. Yeah, uh, that that's how it usually works. But it seems like that on her stream, uh, Twitch drops yeah. didn't work. And I, it seems to be a technical issue, so she might have to resolve it with right. Twitch. But well, I can see it how was people... not Wargaming being bad. It was just... Right. And I, I can see, see how people could read into that, given the yeah, history. Yeah, I, mean, I can see how her herself, like, she didn't... She has publicly spoken about her experiences at, at, at Wargaming to some extent and kind of like her experiences of the internal structure of the company and how things are done. And she's not exactly been the most complimentary. So you can kind of see how she might come to that conclusion kind of thing. Right. But they, very, they, yeah, very quickly. That, 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 that's, that's almost like an, an instinct reaction yeah. on that one, given everything that's gone on. I, I, don't, I don't feel like she was trying to make drama or anything. I think that no. was just her... Uh, having a kind of uh you know logically joining up a and b kind of thing yeah another explanation yeah, yeah. i mean i you know fem wrote me the 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 best rejection letter the first time i went for cc that i've ever read and i've never <laughs> let her forget it <laughs> but yeah i i can see given everything that she's gone through with the company that that immediate like oh what the oh yeah that, that also brings me to make another point. I don't think you've mm-hmm. mentioned there is now a dedicated wargaming employee for Reddit, right? They, there is uh, Cyberfight is now responsible for basically Reddit, so there should be hopefully more community interaction with wargaming on Reddit because they actually have now a person. That person deserves a raise and some asbestos underwear. I, I think that's probably a, a good a good idea overall. Over oh, yeah. Having access to Suboctavia yes. was nice, but clearly it wasn't good for his blood pressure. <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I hope his job comes with, like, a complimentary vodka or so per month. Oh, yeah. <laughs> vodka <laughs> rations. He probably Doesn't needs it. it. 
Yeah. I was going to say, doesn't that just come out of the taps naturally? <laughs> also, I don't know if you've ever seen the, the film Whiskey Galore. This is a complete aside. Yes. But yeah, there's that, that great visual gag of when they're hiding all the whiskey and pouring it into like, the water tank of one of the houses. Yes. As they're being raided. Uh, and at the end, one of them turns the tap on and just gets whiskey out of the water tap. Uh, I need, like, did they get the address of that place? <laughs> 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 it's a good film. Yes, it's a film that I should put on the list that I should watch. Oh, oh definitely. Yeah. It's a classic. But by the way, have you seen the film Angel's Share? Also pretty good film. Oh yeah, yeah I've actually seen that. That's, that's I haven't decent. seen it. I'll put that on the list. I needed subtitles, though, I have to admit. <laughs> I watched it with English subtitles. Well, the accents can be a little hard to understand, I suppose, if you're not used to it. Uh, yeah, we have mostly exhausted our topics. There was one other thing, I guess. Uh, North America has a new community manager. Um, oh. how, how is his name pronounced? Ascens? Oh, I'm probably um, butchering that, so I'm terribly sorry about that. Uh, he's space designed, didn't he? Or he, he left uh, Cam... Kamikacha or something like that? I can't remember his name now. So yeah, she left, she left and went to oh. Uh, Star Citizen. Oh, yes, that was it. Yes. Star Citizen. Which, Chromatica. Yeah, I she mean, left. Um, you know, Star Citizen, people keep giving them money, so... Yeah. Hey, if you, if you can, if you can, I tell you what, between the possibility of getting a regular paycheck, a regular paycheck that might be better than what you were previously making, and mm. also perhaps with a little less drama behind the scenes where you're thrown out uh, in front of the bus by the company that you're representing, oh, more power would... to Karmatica. She's, uh, I met her at the Hornet event. Fine, fine human being. And uh, as far as the new person coming in, just listen for the sound of bus tires is all I got to say. Hopefully, I mean, Wargaming won't throw them under the bus as much it, as, they, uh, as they have the North America crew. That, 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 that's what I was going to say. Yeah, the, the, the NA doesn't seem like the best community uh, teams we've been working for in terms of actually being listened to. and uh... They almost seem like the ones who were on point. When all yeah. oh, they were the the European Southeast Asia, but this you know, and again, this could be confirmation bias since I'm here in North America. But it always seemed like the North America community representatives were the ones who drew the most flack mm. when wargaming would do, and were also the ones who uh, were caught unawares of what wargaming was done. Um, a little white mouse. Um, mm. You know, I, I really feel for for uh, the and again, it's you know, anybody in the community representative that line the the trenches. I, I really uh, have never had any animosity towards any of them. Um, re, you know, it's in, in the player base has to realize that those folks who are out there, they're they're drawing a paycheck and they're trying to do their best. And a lot of times, as we've seen. They totally got blindsided by what Wargaming was saying after they had said something. Mm -hmm. uh, 
you know, yeah. So, um, I, I, you know, Carmatica, Godspeed. I wish her the best, and I also wish the new person the best as far as uh, wargaming North America. Yeah, community facing anything for any online game oh, yeah. is just like probably one of the toughest beats in terms of like, yeah. community management stuff. True. I mean, that job basically is you getting hired and then handing bats out to somebody else to beat you up. Yes. Hello, oh. I'm the messenger. Would you like to shoot me? <laughs> <laughs> Although I have to say, back when he was a contributor, he defended Wargaming more than Wargaming defended himself. He was already back then when Wargaming screwed up, blaming everybody else, and oh, God, basically yeah. claimed that Wargaming was above such things as having failures. There, and, yeah, there's a there's a few streamers like that and content creators where I just go, oh, you know, yeah, and he was I, one of those, and he's now the community manager. So, well, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> we'll see how that goes. I mean, at least he's already uh, very familiar with defending everything Wargaming does. So, it's a lot of experience yep. in that. Hmm. I mean, this is actually put me in mind of. I mean, we all remember Ektar, right? Ektar. Mm-hmm. Of- USS Otago. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, he he was a, a GM for I think World of Warcraft for years and years before he, he went to work at Wargaming and and uh, these days he's back in Scotland I think and actually works for Scottish Power, some power company. So he's basically doing something completely different and right. seems much happier these days. Oh, yeah. Not being beaten with a Nerf bat on a regular basis. Oh yeah, and 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 Clyde the monkey. Yeah, uh, you know. Uh, uh, I've, uh, seen more than, I know this guy's now up in, uh, the community manager role, but yeah, there, there's been several people that I've watched there. Um, I think given their logic on like what happened with the CCs leaving, I'm one of them, so I'm a little biased. Um, but given some of the logic turns that I've seen, I definitely think they can bake a very good pretzel. That's all I'm going to (laughs) say. Well, I mean, we'll see how pretzels are tasty and go well with beer, so... That's right. <laughs> there is an upside. <laughs> hey, if they go into business, I'll buy. Because I guarantee you it's a good pretzel. Next <laughs> up in the premium store, the Wargaming pretzel. Now in the loot box, coming near you. <laughs> oh, I see what you did there. And Axelin is correct. Everything goes well with beer, and I don't care. I don't care how disgusting whatever you come up with. No, beer evens it out. They have beer. I, I mean, you know, interesting thing, right? What I remember, uh, what what somebody from Wargaming once mentioned back when we were still contributors, there seemed to be in Russia uh, a lot more Wargaming branded products. Wasn't there like a sausage or something? I don't remember what it was, but yeah, oh, there yeah. seemed to be uh, a lot of uh, Wargaming collaborations or so with, with random items. I yep. know it's, it's more that, I mean, I haven't encountered this specifically World of Warships, but I've seen things for like World of Tanks where people just going into a supermarket and there's like, you know, promotional World of Tanks right. stuff. On, on products and yeah and that was another thing like the uh <laughs> credit cards sausages somebody gave me and said yes 
that's one of those things that they, you know, get, I suppose the the uh, the armory and the premium shop really bring in the money, but there's not a whole lot of actual physical product monetization for the game. Yeah, and like it's for example, if you had some, some tie-ins with like the Kobe models or stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah. There's a few tie-ins here and there, but I I think they're they're missing out. And and you know, again, I'm offering advice to wargaming. What the? I'm only two beers in. Come on. <laughs> I mean, we've told them for so many times they should sell torpedo pillows. And they always said that they like didn't quite work or whatever. They always had some oh. excuses why not. But I mean, I I guess I still have my small one from my contributor time. Right. So. Yeah. So there is at least that, and it has not but, yet been eaten by cats. Yeah. Now okay. 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 Now Just off the. Just off the top of my head, if Wargaming went to Trumpeter Models and said, hey, you make all of these wonderful 1 250th, 1 350th, 1 500th scale models, we'd like to slap our label on a few of these. For, you know, a little kickback, we bring in some people who play this game. Why they don't do that, I have no idea. Again, me offering advice to Wargaming. I mean, that, that's the... That's like the, the with that or the Kobe or you know something like that you could also have that go both ways so you could have skins in game that look like you know your ship is built out of these kind of Lego brick things yeah or, yeah or it looks like uh you know a, a well I think kit. I think the one you know I've, I've had some custom skins done uh for the ships I play that were ships my dad was on in World War II mm-hmm. but it's one of those things of like if you could have a Fletcher that you could buy a skin to turn it into the USS Johnson mm-hmm. or the, you know, I have a Juno camouflage on my Atlanta. There, there's so many skins they could be throwing on these ships in game and making money off of that. I really, you know, they're, cause they're not going to do a USS Johnson in game model, you know, like actual ship and put it in the premium shop, even though people would probably buy it on the name name recognition and what she did, or the Juno with the Sullivans, et cetera, et cetera. Or the the William D. Porter. (laughs) Oh, God, I would love the Willie D. (laughs) But I think the Willie D, if it came in, uh, uh, D would equal A, A would equal D, you know, as far as your controls. (laughs) But yeah, there's there's all sorts of... Uh, there's all sorts of in- external and internal monetization, which, you know, they, they just go for loot boxes. They, there's, mm. there's so many other ways they could be making money off of the game. Oh, yeah. And, I, and, and, yeah. I've, all, I've uh, for a long time said that I want more visual customization and more stuff they could sell. And, I mean, they are really willing to also make like fun camos, like, for example, the Atlanta Beach camo, which is such an amazing job, once again, art department. Oh, yeah. Why isn't there more like that, right? I've I've tried suggesting multiple times a beard cell camo for the Germans. I've never gotten an answer. Uh, yeah. I, I want more cat camos, definitely. I'd also take a proper cat captain that actually makes cat noises. Uh, well, okay, there's that. <laughs> I, I would love an unsinkable Sam captain. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, like, they're, they're... You, you just need a picture and you record some meowing noises from a cat. Yeah. It's not really that I'll, hard. I'll, I'll even volunteer my own Sam for that. Right. Or, you know, even even just have it where you know, the series of ships that Sam was on, 
in port. I think we've got camo. We've got a camo for the Bismarck, and I think that's it. Right, unsinkable Sam camo. So they definitely they like they could lean into that a lot. But they, they could they could do something where it's like you know, and, and and again, it would be a total niche thing. But you everybody remembers when we had uh, Steven Seagal on the Missouri. Why don't you have unsinkable Sam on each of the ships wandering mm, you around have him in port? port. You have do him in you? port. Yes, and ah. I think there are about there are uh, I don't know. If, Four ships with Unsinkable Sam? I don't know. There, but there's more than one. I think there's a carrier, a oh. Bismarck, and I think there are two more. Right? Mark Royal's the carrier. Right. I like oh. Royal's carrier. Bismarck, and then I can't remember what the destroyer is. Is it Cossack? Yeah. That's what they're saying. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. So we have all the ships in game already. Right. No, no. Don't you have to camel for all of them? I can't think Cossack has a Bismarck definitely has a special camo. I'm pretty sure yeah, the don't. But I, I know that I fit on the Bismarck. Oh, they all have right. camos. Maybe I just only have the camo for one of them then. And now I've got the Bismarck yeah. one. But yeah, I, an unsinkable Sam Captain would be great. Yeah. So yeah, they definitely. I, I, I'm definitely 100 on board with Atam there. There's, there's. Way more they could do with customizations yeah. in terms of monetization, rather than just loot boxes, loot boxes, loot boxes. But at least we have the odds now, I suppose. <laughs> forwards hasn't hasn't uh, tempered their enthusiasm for adding loot boxes at all. But at least people no. can make more informed choices about them. Yeah, yeah. Now they they uh, this is again you know I I, I don't go to the, to the dev blog posts um, you know life too little time but they are uh getting back into and i i know i saw it but they 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 are at least on the loot boxes offering up your percentage of chance to win correct yeah basically they list um like you can see in the client now like the, the, the black friday ones they will mm -hmm. list the chances of getting each thing right from like what your chances are of getting a ship. I don't think it's like 12% to get one of the Black Friday ships, for example. Right. From a premium box. From a non-premium box, I think it's 0. Point something percent. Mm. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. For the ones that you buy, is what I mean. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's at least a step up from what they were doing. I mean, it's still gambling, but, you know. At least it's, uh, it's clearer now. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, definitely. And and the I, I I'm going to be happier if I don't see uh or I see less and less of the hiding one thing behind one paywall that leads you to another paywall as far as containers, particularly oh god, tech tree ships. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just oh, oh man. I wish they just release proper lines to grind again. Yeah. Well, there's no money in that. Well, I mean, it keeps people playing. I mean, it's the content that no, you usually definitely. expect the free player to have. They've removed yep. that. Yep, and Axelon is correct. And then that's one of those things, because for a long time on my stream, I just had a thing of, I'm not spending any more money on the game. I advise you not to, uh, basically, mm -hmm. based on the whole gambling mechanic that they had in place without telling you the odds. At least now you can make an informed choice. Unfortunately, there will be people who think, oh, I have a 10% chance to win this ship. 
So if I buy 10 containers, I'm going to win this ship, and that's not how it works. It's 10% mm. every roll, but that's how Vegas was built. So There was a pretty yeah, good the... Reddit post where somebody just, uh, like, as a public service announcement, did the math and showed how many boxes you have, like, how many, how the odds after 10 boxes, like, how are the odds, how many boxes you have to buy for 90 plus percent odds and so on. So, Yep. Well, that's good. And think... the more people who know that, the better. Yes. The, the one truly good deal that I mean, we talked a bit about Black Friday last week, but the one really good deal they did do was for the um, the Dunkirk chain. Well, you weren't going to make your money back, but you the mission you get from the, the the Black Dunkirk, you make part of the doubloons back, right? And you get some premium containers in the mix as well. I actually did that, and I really lucked out because mm-hmm. I got the Yoshino B from one of the I think two premium containers that you get as part of that chain fairly cheap. So, no, that's interesting. Is are they still? Because I remember back in the day, basically it was you're going to, and obviously they set the the price tag mm-hmm. on in game items. But back in the day, as I recall, it was you know you would like Christmas containers, you buy them or whatever, you would earn back at least what you put into the system in game. You know, like in game mon- mm-hmm. monetary mm-hmm. value, and um, there's a lot of quotation marks there. But so long as they at least, you know, if you're, you know, if you're willing to pay 60, 70 bucks, um, I'm looking at myself in the mirror right now for a ship that's digital, um, at the very least on the gambling mechanic, you should quote unquote break even. Even if you don't get the ship, you should at least get in game equivalent value. Mm -hmm. And I hope, I hope they're still doing that. I think, I mean, I don't think it's ever been as generous as that first year but uh yeah meanwhile we also have the packages where you can buy like all of the black friday ships at once and it's hundreds right. of yeah. pounds slash euros mm-hmm. although in world of tanks i think i saw this on the uh so can bring it up there's something that gets you they're, they're selling a package where it's like a thousand dollars oh <laughs> it's, god it's, it's like all of the tier eight premium <sighs> tanks Plus a whole bunch of of rarer tanks as well. Wow! It, it's something. It works down to something like twenty dollars a tank, but it's like a thousand dollars. It's yeah. It's yeah. Really? It's, that's, you know, you're looking at the 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 newsprint through the microscope and going, "Oh, hey, that's twenty dollars a tank." And then do, you lift up, and there's a thousand dollars on the table. You know, do, do do you really love the game that much? You know, and then Nobody there is must. Star Citizen, and Star Citizen is like a thousand dollars. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that would get you, you know, a quarter of a pixel ship. That's right. Yeah, well, Wargaming was ahead of their time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Isn't like Star Citizen is so old? Star Citizen wasn't Star Citizen been... before Warships yeah. even? Oh yeah, they've From been working Star. on that game for forever. I think one one thing where you can see an influence on the pricing, I think, is going from from uh, World of Tanks and World of Warships to um, I, I think the pricing in uh, War Thunder has gotten progressively more expensive because I don't think it used to be as expensive for a lot of the premium vehicles, and it's no. steadily gotten to be closer and closer, if not exceeding in some cases, the uh, the prices for you know. So clearly, mm-hmm. it's it's for the audience for these kinds of games, it's the cost uh-huh. that that. Some of the, some of the audience at least is willing to bear. Oh yeah, you know, it, it, so long as there's somebody out there with a dollar in their pocket, 
that you know they can squeeze that dollar out of hmm. you know and and i'm not gonna you know what if you want to pay like in world of tanks you want to pay a thousand dollars for that you know what that's fine but could you maybe consider uh thinking of me on christmas as well because <laughs> <laughs> you obviously have way too much money but yeah that's that's their that's their modus operandi you know they've got to make it's free to play but mm. you know they got to keep the lights on they got to make money somehow and so it's all about how they do it and yes where it is to yeah. i mean play at the end of the day I think we've gone from keep the lights on to keep the uh, keep the crystal chandeliers polished. <laughs> well, you know, so it, I just it's interesting, you know, former former communist country company learning capitalism pretty damn well. <laughs> yeah, if they, hey, if they can if they can do that, that's fine. Like I said, you know, Vegas was built on the same thing, so and I love Vegas. <laughs> And what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, right? If you pay enough, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so is there anything yep. anything else? I mean, maybe we could take a couple of... It feels weirdly early to be finishing for us if we were going to finish, but maybe we could take a question or two from the chat if anyone has anything. Sure, if there is a question. I know Axelon's got to have a question. We are all ears. Yeah, come on. The attention of a cat here. Say hello, Sam. Oh, say hello. He's he's not a cat that likes being held very much, so I probably will pay for this later. There you go. But we are the Community Cat Tributor podcast for a reason. You know, I think you guys. Uh, uh, oh, okay. There we go. We got a question. Super ships. Honest thoughts. Mine. I haven't played them. Had haven't played against them. I, I've got no input on this. I personally don't think it's a bad thing. I mean, it's one of the ways in which they can stretch the in-game content a bit, give more right. stuff, and um explore some of the wackier concepts i guess mm -hmm. uh but it, it also has the limitation of I, th I think they're like if they ever got into the 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 kind of proper post-war environment of like missiles and right actual yeah. proper homing torpedoes and stuff like that that would be a, that would need to do a different game for that, at that oh, yeah completely yeah that would be like uh, you're in this game oh by the way we're developing this I, I don't think they could manage to do what war thunder has done and just kind of keep adding newer and newer stuff. Right. No. It wouldn't work in the tier system that they have no. set up. I think mechanically it wouldn't really work either very well. Uh, I'm going to turn off my camera for a second. If I, if you guys end the stream before I get back, but I, I, I shouldn't be that long if you field some more questions. And I know Adam has to chime in on the super ships as well, but I just want to say I'm not going anywhere. I've, I've just got to go in the next room real quick. Yeah, I mean, super ships, I'm not necessarily opposed to the idea of sort of a tier 11. If it's done right and balanced right, and this is where I'm not sure I trust Wargaming. The thing is... <laughs> yeah, that's a whole other question. The problem is there is only so much you can do at the same tier and keep it all sort of balanced because there is only so much you can change like the how fast the ship shoots or the Alpha Strike or so on if you want to... Right, if you don't want any ship 
uh, every ship to be sort of the same. If you want to create different ships, then at some point you just have to accept that some of them will be more powerful and then you need a higher tier. Instead of cramming every overpowered tier 10 into tier 10, just make them proper tier 11s. But of course, uh, what I've seen so far of them, uh, we will see how they go. If like something like the, the auto loader or the, the burst fire mode on some cruisers to just utterly delete broadsides, uh, being one shot is just never a fun thing. So I'm not sure if they're going the right way about it and if the balancing will work out, but technically, I'm not opposed to the idea. Sam, leave the camera alone. <laughs> <laughs> they balance the Yang pretty well. I mean, they're still on balancing the Yu Yang, right? They are now the what the, the third, the fourth change yourself to to the Yu Yang after they've buffed like the torpedo. What is reload twice or three times? Now they are buffing the uh, torpedo just, damage. I just mean, do the guns already? Just give it back some firepower. I mean, the Yu Yang is not as strong as it was like three years ago. Or what one was it nerfed three years ago, four years ago? Like, you know, after they nerfed the Yu Yang, it's still weaker than it was back then. So that could be like your starting point, bringing it back to what it was. Uh, but yeah, just, just give them half a year and I feel like we are still going to see torpedo adjustments. Uh, but, I still want to be, uh, I don't think I, I certainly haven't seen that in game yet. The, the Canarius. I don't know if you've. Run into that. I wouldn't expect anything different from that. It's going to be pretty similar to the the uh, the town class that we have in the game. I imagine. I mean, yeah, I I have no idea about the Canaris. It's also that like with the amount of ships there are in the game and the amount they're releasing, there is really like I lose track of all this stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm confused myself half of the time when I look at the ships. I can tell you this much, when we know more about Spanish ships, because they've announced the Spanish nation, which therefore means there must be more Spanish ships on the way, but right. we're definitely going to have Drac back for that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. New game modes with new ships. Ah, I mean, we're we're getting we we have arms racing at the moment, and I, that's I think been fairly welcome. I don't know about the rest of you, but I've been quite enjoying playing arms race. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I what? have not played a lot of it, but that's just me, my time situation. Uh, why are you already playing World of Warships when arms race was first introduced? Right. Yes. I mean, it hasn't changed overly much, I think, since, since then. They're just, like, they, they polished the UI a bit and, uh, you know, adjusted the buffs a bit. And the concept is, is not really majorly changed. No, and, you know, it's... As far as the different game modes, they always have to balance out the fact that each game mode is going to bleed players off of the general regular game population, so... Yeah, you have to walk a fine line there where you don't introduce a game mode that uh, basically kills your original game. I think there is the notion at some point that it might end up just being something that happens in the random queue, as they have with Grand Battles in um, oh, yeah. World of Tanks. So I, I, for one, would be perfectly okay with that. 
Yeah, they've said that they want to bring arms race to random rotation. I haven't confirmed that they do it, but they said that that's mm. their intention. So we'll mm-hmm. see how that goes. But personally, I wouldn't be opposed to having more often like a different, also gay, a special game mode, maybe a seasonal game mode or so on. Because there are a lot of things that I don't think would take away majorly from the population, but it's just nice right. to have something similar like the torpedo dodge mode from the, uh, uh, April Fool's event a few years back. Right. That was such a fun mode, and they 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 developed this game mode, and then they used it once for one like, and then they threw it away. And this is perfectly fine content that's fun to play, and that they could bring back. Like, I mean, like once a year for a month or two, right? They could have more often just something else to to you know keep it fresh, give you something else. You can put oh, yeah. a friend on battles, just jump into one or two yeah. torpedo dodge battles or something like mm-hmm. that. And it's different enough that it wouldn't lead off like all of the random population. And it's not just enough. The, yeah. Not to throw the art department under the bus, but um bathtub mode. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we all want to see more bathtub mode. I mean, I I get the point by this point that, you know, the coding is moved on so far, but so <laughs> so redo it. Just give us the. Just give us it. Just, just do it. Just do it. I don't care if it's the same bathtub. Okay, just redesign yeah. it. Go in. Give me bathtub mode again. Uh. They can't say tell you what special modes. Well, they. I have. tell you what. I tell you what. You. I bet you. I. I, I is here. It's not. It's. It's completely in house. I guarantee you. If they came out with bathtub permanent camos, people would buy those. Yeah. I go for that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like they they've had with uh, with the Halloween events and April Fools' yes. events, they always had special camos, right? You right. just reworked the bathtub mode. Uh, like they they used to be like really those toy ships that wouldn't fit on current ships, but they could make you know just a toyish version of or toyish skin yes. of the regular ships and do bathtub yeah. with them and then sell them. Yeah, yeah, and it's completely in-house. You don't have to partner with Azure Lane or whatever, Ooh. you know? That's complete. The money's completely staying inside the company. Me again, it's- offering advice to Wargaming. God damn it. <laughs> don't worry, it's not like they're going to take it. I know. <laughs> also, I guess they could always get a call-up with, I don't know, somebody who makes bathtubs. There you go. <laughs> Well, at this point, stranger things have definitely happened. Yep. When will I start working at Wargaming? Hey, tell you what, if I can work from from this little space here and I don't have to move to Austin, start sending the checks. (laughs) That is is one of the weird... I understand why they moved their office out of San Francisco as far as costs, etc., but particularly, particularly in this age of COVID... Having to have your employees move to the Austin office where, you know, we're doing this. There's no re- reason to be in an office. Mm-hmm. Just that, that's, that's, that's a whole other thing. It's just like hire your employees. Let them work from home. They do the job. They do the job. But, yeah. Oh, God. Captain Honor for next community. Okay, I tell you what. Um, I'm going to start a charity for the amount of beer I would need to survive that. But, hey, you want to do that? <laughs> 
Again, if I can work from this little, you know, five foot by four foot space, the bathroom's right behind me. It's it's so convenient. Then great, I'm, I, I'll do it. You you might have to upgrade for a mini fridge right next to the computer. I was looking at one the other day. They have Frigidaire has a retro mini fridge that holds six. They say cans, but it's beer. We all know they're talking beer, and it has a window on it that you can see how many you have left. And I've really seriously <laughs> considered that. And it's only it's it's at Target, and it's only twenty five dollars. So I really don't know why I'm not buying it. I mean, twenty five dollars for a mini fridge seems like pretty cheap. Yeah, there's there, but the part of that price makes me go, yeah, I'm paying blood money for this, aren't I? I mean, the question is then again, how long will it hold? Because a fridge for true. 25 bucks, I wonder. Yeah. But then again, uh, you you've know. only lost 25 bucks and it might still look cool even if it stops working. Exactly. I can turn it in. Oh, I know. I got to reach out to Jay's two cents. I'm going to buy the fr the refrigerator. And then when it breaks down, I'm going to have them turn it into a tower PC. <laughs> Uh, sure, why not? Although I guess you might need to improve ventilation for that. This is true, and the cooling, yes. Well, it won't be the strangest PC build I've ever seen. Mm -mm. When uh, Linus Tech Tips got his gold YouTube button, he turns he literally turned oh, it into God. a PC. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Right, well, yeah. shall we um, wrap things up then? Sure. I'm going to say it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, Adam reached out to me, uh, what, about a month, month and a half ago to do this. And unfortunately, I, I have this thing I have to do, which is called work. So on Fridays, yeah, I usually can't do it. And, but here in the States, we've got this day off, or at least uh, a good portion of us have this day off part of, as part of a four-day weekend, and it has been an absolute pleasure to be hanging out with you folks. It's been a pleasure having you. I'll see you in a year, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Pencil me in next year, this Friday. <laughs> sure. So where, where can we find you when you're not hanging out with us? Uh, I... As far as uh, streaming, uh, usually uh, Saturdays and Sundays only, because, again, that there, I've got that whole nine to five thing. Um, uh, California time on Saturdays, roughly 11 a.m. to roughly 4 or 5 p.m. And then Sundays, um, 1 p.m. California time, Pacific Standard or whatever you want to call it to uh, four or five o'clock and then that's the times so my gaming time is my streaming time um i i do occasionally fire up my laptop that's over here that's exceedingly old and at work play some co-op and grinds and stuff like that on lunch but as far as streaming and content creation twitch saturdays and sundays uh in on uh, west coast time okay So yeah, then we'll or down uh, at the local hmm? room. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> you can find me there as well. 
then um, probably Hey. The second second Thanksgiving dinner is almost ready. <laughs> ah, so we have, we have perfect timing, I guess. Yeah. Fine American tradition of eating too much and beating each other up in shops. Oh, oh Black Friday. Oh. Thank you, Wargaming, for celebrating <laughs> that as well. So, yeah, then I guess we'll wrap it up here. Thanks, everyone, for watching us. And mm -hmm. see you next time. Chin chin. Have a good one, folks. Bye. Bye.